0: Welcome to another Mike and Mario show, the Eminem show. Excited to be back. Uh, Mario, how you doing, my man? I'm doing well. Thank you, Mike. And you? I am doing great, man. And I'm excited to have this talk because as we were talking beforehand, the information that we're going to touch on is something that we may not hear from any other news source for sure. But the way we plan on diving into it will probably be something people need to pay attention to because uh, it's literally the playbook of the deep state, the globalists, whatever we want to call them. All laid out right in front of us, and I'm excited to go through it with you, and I appreciate you for bringing it to my attention, so uh, you always stay on top of your P's and Q's with that. But let's uh, dive right in. So for those tuning in, welcome to the Eminem Show. I'm excited to be back. had last week off due to some scheduling conflicts and things like that, but we're back at it, so we might have to do double for our trouble just to get through all these articles today. And so for those tuning in, hit the thumbs up button, share, subscribe, make sure you go check out Manico64 on YouTube and all that good stuff, and let's dive right in. So Mario, let's touch off on today's job numbers. Let me pull that screen up here and I'll have you share your your two cents on everything and give us a rundown. So, let me get we got the numbers right here.
1: So, so yeah, go ahead. Uh yeah, so we got first the average hourly earnings um that month on month they went up by 0.3%, which mm-hmm. is a little less than expected, so not great. But the other one that uh, is interesting is the average weekly hours worked And mm-hmm. uh, that actually dropped from 34.8 to uh 34.7 it was ex- expected 34.9 so that's not a good sign either people mm-hmm. not working as much mm-hmm. but the most important thing that came to my attention was the government payrolls yeah. uh, they didn't have an expect a forecast for it but if you click on it yeah, uh, yeah. it increased one hundred and eighty-eight thousand. and you and if you look here the the uh, yeah if you look yeah. at the this year it hasn't gone up by more than 60 or 65,000. So mm-hmm. I, I, I don't know where what these government jobs are. But mm-hmm. uh, if you look at the last four, uh, six yeah. months, uh, yeah. four, four, five, four of them have been up by about 60,000. And now all of a sudden it increases by 180. So yeah. if you take like 120,000 from that, this uh, headline number wasn't really that great. Yeah, <laughs> and I saw as well the uh, the unemployment rate actually ticked up to five point nine percent. Yeah, uh, that's despite the fact that a lot of people are probably giving up looking for a job in the in the long term.
0: Yeah. Now, what one thing that stood out to me when I saw this is uh, just look at the activity. And these 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 just, di- of course, we know the lockdown and shut everything down. Yeah, and they're attempting to do their best to play that, you know, narrative of everything's recovering. Yeah, and even so, we got America. We got this pat this weekend right now. Biden is starting his America uh, opening tour or some American something tour. Another, you know, patriotic, you know, lingo or whatever. But just the fact that these government jobs, once again, like as you mentioned like where, where are these jobs coming from like you know are these new agencies new entities they're creating or what like you know, where are all these numbers coming from yeah
1: because if you look at at just uh, during the pandemic or after mm-hmm. the pandemic yeah. uh, government jobs really shot up Yeah, uh, because they probably needed for to do with the lockdowns and then it came down and normalized uh-huh. but this this bump here does you know that we've had in this last latest number is uh, kind of strange. You, yeah. you, you kind of wonder if they made that up to make the number look good. <laughs> Clearly. Uh, I don't know.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and that's why I think a lot of this has to do with, as I we always, as we always mention, can you actually trust the numbers you're getting given now? Because they're all mm. slanted to make things look like there is a recovery. And so once again, what entities are they formulating to use these numbers here? Other than the fact, I know we got this month, we have the push to get more IRS agents. Because of the new uh, tax credit that's going to start in two weeks now, going to be a monthly payout. So all that stuff is coming. So these numbers, man, they're they're comical in nature, but yet they want all they want us all to believe this right here on the screen, which is. The fact that I had to be showing this on the screen here says S&P 500, NASDAQ hit record highs after strong June jobs report. So, yeah, as long as we're good,
1: even (laughs) if there there were one hundred and eighty eight thousand government jobs created uh, governments, uh, they don't have any wealth. Uh, They have to extract uh, your tax to pay for those jobs. So it's actually crowding out the private sector that actually uh, creates wealth. And maybe with that, we could, I don't know if you want to look at uh, Janet Yellen, what she was saying about global tax, that there's a race to the bottom because taxes have gone down. I mean, I I think it's a great thing that taxes go down, but she thinks it's a bad thing.
0: Yeah. So here's a Twitter thread from Janet Yellen that was posted yesterday, basically celebrating the global corporate tax agreement Mm -hmm. between 130 nations. And of course, as I mentioned before, in my rant—it's all a basically an illusion. They're trying to lay the groundwork for the new global tax system, and so we're going to dive into that. But one of the things that stood out to me is that, as you mentioned, the race to the bottom. And she said she's basically hinting at the fact that due to the inconsistencies and nations being able to congl- collaborate on an actual 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 corporate taxation rate, this right here will basically it will, it will bring us all together so that we can have one common tax agreement for the corporations and, you know, no longer have to compete against each other in this race towards the bottom of trying to outbid each other on the taxation rates.
1: <laughs> I, I mean, uh, this is like a price fixing. Yeah. Uh, I would say this is like a cartel Oops. because, uh-huh. uh, h- how can it be bad to have uh, competition and lower taxes? Because right. when you have lower taxes, you have less governments, you have less control and the private sector and individuals can, uh, you know, uh, do things wi- without the the government on top of them they can create more wealth create more jobs uh she of course she's a Keynesian she's got it all upside down she yeah. thinks that only government can create infrastructure and roads but if you look back uh to the 1800s uh-huh. uh the US government not never got involved in building uh, railroads or bridges even yeah. though they 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 did sell the Government land to the railroad company so they could build the railroads. But yeah. uh, uh, Andrew Carnegie, uh, he he built one of the uh, longest bridges across the Mississippi yeah. in the 1850s or 60s. I don't remember exactly when, mm-hmm. and, and it was a big risk to his fortune. It, yeah. it wasn't the government that uh, built that bridge. Uh, the Central State Grand Central Station in New York was not built by the city of New York or the state of New York or the federal government. It was built by uh, Cornelius Vanderbilt, who was, yeah, he was a robber baron, but he risked his fortune building that big uh, railroad terminus in in Manhattan. So, yeah, nowadays we think that uh, government is supposed to do everything, and and that's the fallacy, I think. And and the other thing, Mike, about this uh, global tax And uh, something that you mentioned I hadn't thought about Mm -hmm. is, yes, they want to eventually probably tax us through Mm -hmm. a global tax. And this corporate, global corporate tax, they're saying, oh, this is going to help, you know, the middle class. That's rubbish. It's just PR. You know, Janet Yellen was paid millions of dollars by the big Wall Street firms. They're not going to hurt them with taxes. Mm -hmm. They've got the
0: lawyers and the accountants to uh, to, you know, to help them out. Yeah. But, um, yeah. Uh, and so I, I want to go dive into that further because the article, uh, from uh, financial times that you sent over definitely plays into that. But before I, I move on, let me actually share with you, uh, just uh, cause I love visual aids, but I want to highlight what I was talking about. Uh, let me pull this back up here about this race to the bottom and what should concern us all the most is that, not only are they talking about trying to avoid the race to the bottom when it comes to corporate taxation <laughs> but the true race to the bottom happens to be in the purchasing power of crypto uh, i'm sorry I say cryptocurrency. the purchasing <laughs> power of our national currencies and as of right yeah. now you know that's the global race to the bottom and i can prove that with the fact that as of now as <laughs> i always say 19 administrations have all played their fair share And taking us towards the bottom to where the Federal Reserve note, a.k.a. the World Reserve currency now is already, in my personal opinion, already sub zero as far as what you can actually buy with one unit called a dollar. So they have already succeeded in the race to the bottom. Now it's just a matter of how do they finish off this fourth industrial revolution transition, which is what we're going to get into, um, you know, in our next uh, topic or two. But, yeah, man, the, the global takeover is well underway and it's sick and twisted. And I want to transition if you like to, into uh, the World Economic Forum uh, Global Risk Assessment of 2021. And so let me pull this on the screen here because this is the meat and the potatoes of this, the bulk of this chat, because, you know, if you have a chance and I'd encourage you, I will put this in the description below so you guys can read through it. Because to me, when I read through the summary, it's, it's so evil, sick and twisted that this is literally the playbook. And this is not like conspiracy. This is not like, you know, just us having fun talking about this. This is what they actually are going to do if this all succeeds, which I think they are on course to do so. Mario, go ahead.
1: Yeah, I'll just tell the viewers that uh, later on they can pause this uh, and copy that.
0: i put know, the, in the description uh, as well.
1: Put, put the uh, link, you know, not the link, but copy the, uh, the address there. Yeah. Uh, because if, because if you go, someone sent me a link to that, but I, I, you know, it was a world economic forum link mm-hmm. and I clicked on it and, and they're not uh, showing it anymore. You have to call them for this. Yeah. Uh, if you copy the document exactly there, you'll be able to get into it. So, uh, I think this document has come out in the public and they don't want people to see it, Mm -hmm. but uh, go ahead, Mike.
0: Yeah. So I will. So this is a 96 page report. And just, you know, from having gone through the top and the bottom, which is the beginning and the end, everything in between explains and elaborates on what they want to do, but it has a lot to do with the fourth industrial revolution or fourth industrial takeover, as I called it. And all the, all the detailed intricacies of how they're going to pull this off. And as you thumb through it, uh, it just gives you some of the key nuts and bolts of everything. And it gives you the, the outline of what's going on. And the executive summary gives you a nice analysis of what it is it's about three pages long. I encourage everybody to take a take a read at it and then go down to the very bottom where it says the descriptions of the global risk 2021. And then you get an idea as to what that looks like. And the stuff in there is so evil and it's so twisted and it's positioned as possibilities for the future in a 10 year time frame. But yet, to me, it, my thought process is that if the mind can't conceive it, it's already been completed. And so, um, we're going to thumb through this real quickly, put out some things worth talking about. So, Mario, feel free to chime in on what you feel. Because I, yeah,
1: one well, one one thing I would say, you know, uh, people uh, might ask, you know, they call you, oh, you're a conspiracy theorist. How mm-hmm. can the uh, World Economic Forum, uh, you know, uh, know what's going to happen? Well, it's because. The World Economic Forum. It's like a, a private group. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they meet every year at least once in Davos, and they've got the the top uh, business people in the world meeting. Mm-hmm. They've got the top politicians, the top media people, the top um, uh, academics all meeting every year at least once a year, mm-hmm. a- and they're all telling each other, "This is what we're going to do." And the thing is, it's very easy to make everyone do it. Mm-hmm. If you got, if you've got the biggest corporations, the biggest universities, the biggest uh, newspapers, the biggest uh, mainstream media channels, yeah. all in doing the same, uh, yeah. they're going to force everyone else below them to do it. So they're yeah. at the top of the pyramid in terms of uh, how can I say. Uh, think tank ideas mm-hmm. and uh yeah so it's not a it is a conspiracy but mm-hmm. it's not a theory <laughs> they're yeah. doing it to, you know even president trump was there uh, yeah. twice i think in davos so everyone's mm-hmm. on board
0: yeah so and that's the thing like it, it's already it's already been written out like this it's their playbook literally how they plan on using last year's event Because the assessment of this report and I actually I just highlighted something I want to let me pull this back on the screen here where I go. I'm everywhere right now. Um, I want to read to you quickly something that I think is worth mentioning, because this is a risk analysis based upon a lot of PhDs and the collaboration of a lot of those partners we touched on in the last episode. When we went through the World Economic Forum strategies and partners, all those people, all those think tanks that have been formulated, are they put together this 96-page report? And let me pull it up here on the screen here. So this little snippet here gives you three or four tidbits of what they're talking about. And it says in the in the five to ten year horizon, environmental risks such as biodiversity, loss, natural resource crises, and climate action failure th- th- dominate mm-hmm. alongside weapons of mass destruction, adverse effects of technology, adverse effects of technology. What could that be? <laughs> the collapse of states or multilateral institutions. So this is the five to 10 year horizon. And so this summary is just a snip, snippet, and then uh, the bulk of the body of this report goes into how that's going to play out. But those are like just five areas that this port report talks about. And then it talks about the adverse adverse effects of technology. So Mario, I'm curious, what, what comes to mind when you hear the word, ad, what comes to mind when you hear the word adverse effects of technology? What's cyber, the first hacks, cyber hacks, cyber hacks. You okay? You see? You think cyber hacks? I think the true nature of the uh, jab, the technology in the jabs. That's that's first oh, thing came my mind. So it, I, it, we could, you know, anybody could be right. I don't know. I to not read the, the bulk of it, but it's just a fact yeah, that that, that could be effects.
1: that as well. Yeah. The, uh, yeah. Side effects. Yeah. I mean, uh, we have to be careful, of course, talking about that. Yeah. Yeah. So, but I, but with I agree with you. But the other thing I, I, from reading, uh, like the beginning of this report, the executive summary uh, the uh, and the charts and the graphs, the uh, idea that I get is that they're really pushing this climate crisis, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, I, I think that's another excuse mm-hmm. to have global governance, they call, instead yeah. of global government. Yeah. And why? Well, because if you have a, a problem that afe- affects a problem <laughs> that mm-hmm. affects everyone, like climate crisis, uh, extreme climate as they call it now, uh, then you you'd have to have a, an international in- institution uh, coordinate things because their excuse would be that it, it doesn't uh, individual nations going at it alone will not uh, help solve the problem. yeah
0: so yeah and uh, to piggyback on some more of what you just mentioned, let me share with you here. The underlying framework for what they're trying to accomplish. It says growing digital device and technology adoption post concerns. says COVID-19 has accelerated the fourth industrial revolution, uh, expanding the digitization of human interaction, e-commerce, online education, and remote work. So here with that, accelerated the fourth industrial revolution. Like who, who, whose idea was it for a fourth industrial revolution? Like did, did we vote on that? World,
1: the World Economic Forum? Was it Klaus Schwab wrote a book <laughs> right, right. Uh, who, who, a few who,
0: years before the pandemic, didn't he? <laughs> so who, whose <laughs> idea is it to have a, another industrial revolution? I'm fine. I will be fine with the industrial. But yet I know technology is here and they're going to use it to their advantage. Yeah. And then I want to, you know, I, let me see. I wish I could bookmark things here, but it, it's impossible to do that. But one of the things they are concerned with is a nuclear crisis. And so they talked about the whole health issue that was introduced to us. They talked about some of the other geopolitical risk, but then they emphasized also in the summary, their concern of a nuclear event. And I'm thinking like, huh? And of course, cyber yeah. attack was also mentioned in there. And this is all within a 10 year time frame. So I took this as, yeah. these are possibilities within some, some. You know, I guess uh, I would say
1: it's probably the West versus the East there, US versus China and Russia. Yeah. I can only think of that. Yeah. Uh, I- and it's oh. interesting that uh, if you scroll down a bit more, they've got mm. the uh, the probability of a debt crisis as well. Oh, yeah. Also, Inside the uh, summary. Yeah,
0: that? yeah.
1: The, the, the thing about this is uh, I don't see them uh, asking anyone from like the Austrian School of Economics mm-hmm. to chime in, you know, oh. people who are – and, um, uh, you know, they've got the kind of people like Janet Yellen, uh, the academics that think that government has to do everything. They yeah. always talk about, like, as you see there, public-private partnership. That mm-hmm. means melding government and private sector, which mm-hmm. is basically, uh, you know, that word that start, tar- starts with an F that was right. popular in the 30s, uh, fascism. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't think they can censor that. You know, that's a... Uh, That's what it is.
0: (laughs) So, yeah. So, and so for those that are tuning in, what we're going through is the 2021 global risk assessment report based upon all the things they've learned from 2020 and all the think tanks paid for World Economic Forum Partnerships have put together a report, 96 page long. And I would encourage people to thumb through it because it is literally their playbook as to what and how they're going to use last year's event to roll out the fourth industrial revolution and everything it it entails. And at the very end, which we're going to get to once we start ranting on this stuff, is the actual, I would say the the, the top 10 concerns that they're most uh, worried about, which I believe is part of the strategy for the future anyway, which is already completed. But what I'll just read this a little bit. It says, a response to the COVID-19 offers four governance opportunities to strengthen the overall resilience of countries and businesses and the international framework. One, formulating analytical frameworks that take a holistic and systems-based view of risk pat- impacts, Investing in high-profile risk champions. I'm not sure what, what that means. To encourage national leadership and international cooperation, world governance. Improving risk communications and combating misinformation. Combating misinformation. Well, that's us, I guess. Yeah, so that's basically anybody, <laughs> alternative media that doesn't move, don't yeah. want to participate and goes against this, okay. And exploring new forms of public-private partnership on risk preparedness. So, yeah. And so, I'm you want to roll down, scroll down to the bottom and just chime in on. Uh, 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 I just
1: actually not not all the way back. Like uh, there's some charts here.
0: Uh, if you go back up, go back up, go back uh, up, go back up, go back up. We got that chart there. The
1: probability, got- the bar charts that they have after the executive summary.
0: Okay. After- no, but oh, further up. Further up. Okay. Let me bar chart. Okay. Right these, here. These
1: here. That one. Yeah. Okay. So, no, so this is really interesting to look at because uh, this says clear and present dangers, short term risk, so it's from now to the next two years. So, they think the biggest dangers are infectious diseases, livelihood crises, mm. uh, whatever that means. I so, mean, watch people, this. Let me, let me, let me share my what
0: that you. Yeah. Homeless people, not, the unemployed. And all the yeah. all the, uh, the 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 poverty poverty is yeah. uh, is being pushed here big time. We got to alleviate poverty. Okay, I'm sorry. Yeah,
1: yeah. it's funny that they always talk about inequality and poverty, but they never mention once the central banks how since 1971 they've been creating credit out of thin air and inflating the system. So mm-hmm. uh, yeah, so we've got extreme weather events, um, cybersecurity yes. failure. <laughs> uh, but then, if you scroll, scroll up, scroll down, and uh, the uh, three to five years, it's yeah. interesting that they Ooh, they yeah. expect some kind of asset asset bubble burst. So yeah. why would you have that? Well, because the central banks are inflating mm-hmm. everything, even though they never blame the central banks. It, it seems to these asset bubbles, uh, they seem to come out of nowhere, right? Yeah. And then price <laughs> instability, which I think we're already having so and commodity shocks debt crises so i think people need to wake up they're telling us what's going to happen and Mm -hmm. it will happen and
0: uh three to five years is not a long time yeah not a lot not at all and that's the thing like there's a 10 year time frame to execute this build back better plan and so everything is laid out here and this is and here's another thing that trips me out about asset bubble burst all the central bankers right now would never use words like that. They they would say that there's you know extreme price concerns or extreme price, you know, you know, things we're keeping the play on is transitory. There's nothing out there that's major. They'll never say the bubble, an asset bubble. But these are the people who putting together this time, this, 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 game plan here. They know that there's asset bubbles because that's part of that system. So uh oh man. Yeah, so the, this, scary, here,
1: the scary thing is he, this uh weapons of mass destruction. I mean, 62.7 percent. Probability in the next five to ten years. Yeah, I mean that's pretty. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean I, I think you, if you look at this report, it, it's like a scaremongering report. Is trying to say that there's so many things wrong in the world, mm-hmm. and uh, that we have to trust these people to make everything better. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, I think there's a note saying that like a, you know a ship uh, doesn't sink because the water doesn't come in. Right, it's a vessel. Mm-hmm. But if you make a hole in the ship, in the hole, uh, the water comes in and the ship starts sinking. So I think for us, for the general public, yes, we're telling you about this. Mm -hmm. But we're not trying to scare you. uh, But we're just trying to show you what could happen so you could prepare. Uh, But I would also say that we have to be like a boat or a vessel, Mm -hmm. you know, not not to let these things affect us uh, and scare us. Yeah, even mm-hmm. though
0: yeah, weapons of mass destruction is a bit concerning. Yeah, and that's where and so so we're going to get that deeper into this because at, at the report I'm referring to at the bottom, they they talk about how there's a possibility of of much much smaller. Micro nukes that can be set off in certain places to accomplish certain things, and so just yeah. seeing that lets me know that you know, I wonder if that's already My, something the they micro have in nukes. Plan. Wow. Yeah, like, literally, they're small. They it, can strategically place them in certain places to achieve whatever that goes without killing everybody ultimately. It's yeah. so so,
1: delivered by by drone drones or something, right? So if you if,
0: <laughs> if, if have, have you seen concept, this? Uh, yeah, sorry. Go ahead. Uh, okay. So just, and so just. That thought triggered to trigger something in my mind is like you know being able to deliver it by drones. We saw companies out here doing drone work now, delivering food, delivering. Amazon got a drone program starting up over here, and so I'm thinking like, why would you need to deliver pocket-sized nukes to certain areas unless those are probably some compounds with people who have chosen to remove themselves from the system, or they'll be labeled as domestic extremists, domestic terrorists, or you know that type of you know far left field yeah. talk. But yeah. I'm sorry, go ahead, what are you say?
1: Yeah. Have you seen there is a bug uh, like that synthetic bug they created, uh, which acts like a, a, you know, uh, an injection machine. So it's flying around and it looks it it looks normal, like a bug and it comes and bites you. And it's actually a way to uh, (laughs) inject things into people. They even have that. Uh, Google it.
0: Okay, I mean, it's pretty scary that I would say. Okay, so watch this. So as you said that, <laughs> what came to my mind was this, To be see I can find this, and, I, and I'll Google, Google that as well. But uh, let me see here. Let me grab this article right here. Uh, okay, so here's something that came to my mind that might be able to play into that. But it says, dark moment in history. Oh, yeah, GMO almost, mosquitoes yeah. released in Florida. So I'm thinking like, outside of us being told that that's good for whatever it's good for billions, billions mm. of GMO mosquitoes over a two year period is about to be maximizing profits for a biotech giant Oxitech, not about the pre- uh, pre- uh, pressing need to address mosquito borne diseases. So what exactly are they trying to maintain, contain or achieve by releasing billions, you know, just, just, throw it out there, you know, let me know your thoughts in the chat or something like that. But once again, like if they're genetically modified to do to accomplish an objective, how, they can easily be modified in programming to also achieve a different objective. And then this goes into the, you know, the, the mRNA stuff. Mario, I must admit, I've spent more yeah. time looking into that and researching that than anything else and my concerns about that. But yet these type of genetic modification stuff plays very well into, you know, being able to transfer from one person to the next, people who have not participated, you know, you see what I'm saying? You see, I'm going with that. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I'm going to dial back. Let's see if I can, uh, if I can find
1: good. this. Uh, uh, yeah, no, but, uh, yeah. Artificial insects, basically, you know, they're called millibots. bots. Do me uh, fair, put that,
0: put that in, the, in the chat and I'll put it up or if you, yeah, yeah, up, yeah I'll, I'll put,
1: put it up. It up. Yeah. Uh, you know, <laughs> so let's say if people, uh, refuse to, uh, you know, want to take the, uh, yeah. Participate. They could, uh, you know, they know where they are because they can track you and mm-hmm. then they can fly these artificial insects and you don't even know it's artificial and it comes and bites you and you think, oh, that bee stung me, but yeah. it wasn't really a real bee, yeah, uh, it was something created by a company o- owned by uh, mm-hmm. you know, um, Bill Gates or someone else. But think of, look at this man, millibots, yeah.
0: Yeah. You got small, this thing. It's like it's it's a mosquito. I mean, it's a you would think yeah. of a mosquito you just slap your arm like ouch. You know, man. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> wow, this is twisted, Mario. This is real. This is <laughs> this is not like misinformation and conspiracy. This is what they built. This is technology being used for. I would call it evil. Some might call it for technological yeah. advancement. Yeah. The but thing is, people.
1: technology is like a, a good thing, but it can be used for bad bad right. things as well.
0: Right, you know, and
1: uh, the, the thing that uh makes me suspicious about uh the people in the World Economic Forum, uh, because it's not just Klaus Schwab, it's all the mm-hmm. big corporations, the bankers, right. the central banks, the politicians, uh, the media, you know, all the top corporations. Uh, they've been at this for 50 years. The old World Economic Forum started in the early 70s, mm-hmm. and uh. They've driven the policy of the last 50 years that they're saying is failed. Yeah. <laughs> and now they're telling us that they're the ones that are going to fix it. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, it, it's like uh, someone coming into your house and uh, robbing you, you know, burgling, you know, stealing all your stuff mm-hmm. and then coming back and said, oh, we're going to investigate who did this to yeah. your house. So yeah. that that's, but the thing is, people uh the general public they just see the world economic Forum they think it's a great thing you know uh, they're they're big on Facebook uh, they've got loads of followers uh, but they don't scratch the surface and look look at the fact that they've been behind a lot of the problems that we've had for the last 50 years and yeah. here they are trying
0: to uh, tell us what to do to solve those problems right and not only are they trying to tell us what to do how to solve they've created them as you mentioned, and then they come out with the so it's the problem reaction solution the Hegelian dialect, which is in full play here. And I want to put something on the screen here, which once again is another just like outright f- admission to their conspiracy against humanity or their attack against humanity. Here is the Economist cover for the world in 2021, and just look at some of the things on this slot machine here. We have injection needles. We have mass. we got a question mark i'm not sure what's under that question mark but that's that's the that's the question you know we got biden we got a broken american flag tick tock we got a nuclear bomb and yeah. then dollar signs and then we have solar energy solar power china flag we got wildfires a flag a yeah. trees burning we got zoom <laughs> and we got another uh, back, uh, COVID's, uh sale. So this mm. is they, they outright with it. Like, this is what 2021 is all about. And Mario, what's most alarming, what's most notable about this is that this nuclear bomb at the top hasn't come about yet. You know what I'm saying? So we got seven, what, five months left in this year? Can, yeah. And the
1: other thing as well, the uh, Chinese flag is whole mm-hmm. and the American flag is mm. cracked in the middle, mm. uh, which uh, to me symbolizes uh, the breakup of the uh, United States. Ooh. And I guess we're seeing that now right. already. You know, some some states uh, are doing completely different things uh, than
0: other states. Yeah. Uh, while China is
1: unified, I guess.
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. So the, so, of course, we of the states. And so that's another issue here. So speaking of states, yeah. just yesterday, we have the Michigan shot to win and it's about participating. So there's five million dollars set aside for everybody to participate and show proof by going to Michigan dot dot com and signing up and registering. And you can claim your share of the prize or the prize money in the sweepstakes. To getting back to normalcy where they're trying to accomplish 70 percent of people to participate and they're offering college scholarships to the youth the chances to win college scholarships is cash payments daily up until the end of the summer so I, and i was talking to my wife about this and how is that a, a, a lottery or yeah, if so you take if you take the uh thing that yeah you, if you participate yeah i'm sorry if you participate in the, oh the, if, you the, participate, sorry, if you participate participate yeah. then yeah if you participate then you are entered to win and so that's oh. their ploy for the 4th of July. So this week, this entire seven day period from yesterday till next week is like you can win the most prizes. So there's really they're pumping this everywhere. And it's like so now every state democratically led in particular are really pushing their sweepstakes and lotteries. And I thinking like at what point have they had they ever needed to incentivize people to protect their own livelihoods? By offering them their own health or their own health. Correct. Correct. And by gambling, you know, literally. So they're gambling. They're gambling. You're gambling with your life is what it It shows
1: as well that uh, there's not much uptake to participate. So they're desperate trying to uh,
0: bribe people because this is a bribe, really. Right. 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 (sighs) And so it it plays into the numbers that we're given as well. So apparently here in Michigan, 61 percent of the populace have at least participated with one one portion of it. And I'm thinking like, well, you know, we're beyond the halfway point. We should have reached herd immunity. We should be able to, you know, people who most people probably have had it already. They have the antibodies. They should be good. And then all the reports coming out, antibodies are not good enough. You know, you still might want to. Even if you mix the Pfizer and Moderna together with one and one, you might have better coverage. I'm thinking like, huh? So, yeah. Uh, I, mean, I, I,
1: I saw a headline here. Uh, someone tweeted uh, uh, that they they'd heard that there's going to be a story coming out. That mm-hmm. the GPs, you know, the doctors here in the UK have received a total of 400 million pounds mm-hmm. uh, to to get people to participate. Mm-hmm. So uh, that's outrageous because our health system, our GPs are supposed to be, uh, you know, uh, not a private thing, right? Mm-hmm. So because it's national health, social, socialized medicine. Yeah. Uh, but uh, the government apparently, uh, I haven't seen the article yet paid 400 million pounds uh, inducements to uh, all the uh, GPs here mm-hmm. to, to, get, to push people to uh, participate. Yeah. And it's, it, is it any wonder that I keep getting uh, texts, you know, two or three texts a week uh, pushing me to participate from yeah. my local GP?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've gotten a couple of emails as well from some local health providers here, you know, saying that you know you, you you're you've been able to be bumped in front of the line, you know, given the fact that you're da 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 and they missed this that. I'm like, okay, no, I'm not, no, okay, <laughs> yeah, like, oh yeah, I'm I'm excited, yeah. So I want to keep it moving. So for those tuning in, you know, we touched on a little bit of the playbook, and so let me go back to the screen so people can get a chance. And of course, I encourage you to click the link, and we're gonna put it beneath this video. But here is the ten year. Basically, global risk horizon of things that they are planning to things that are already in play, but things that they're that's going to impact us the most. And it has to do everything from economic, environmental, geopolitical, societal, as well as technological. So you name it. It's a part of their, It's infectious disease, livelihood, asset bubble bursting. They got uh, weapons of mass destruction. So this is a part of the playbook. And then if I go down to the very bottom, I want to jump on page. Let me see here. Uh, 80 page 85. So this 84. So this page here, the postscript for the foresight on frontier risk, and in giving ideas talking about COVID 19 has demonstrated the rapid and cascading impacts of a global catastrophic risk manifested pandemic. And it goes on talks about the goals to better enable preparation rather than paralysis, as well as resilience in face of a cri- in face of crisis. So here are some of the things that they are cons- they are concerned about. And the first one is accidental war. How do you have an accidental war? Okay. And it talks about interstate skirmish uh, escalates to war as governments fail to control action in the absence of accurate information. So this plays into that misinformation side of things. And then it got anarchic uprising. So young Mm -hmm. activists fed up with corruption, inequality and suffering mobilize against entities, ideally the government. No, it it says against
1: elites, actually.
0: Oh, I'm sorry. Against elites. Okay. Forgive me. Forgive yeah. me. And it's funny. Well. They're
1: admitting that people are fed up, but I don't think it's only young activists
0: right. that are fed up. I mean, uh, right. I'm fed up and I'm 56. Yeah. And then if they have, if the asset bubble bursting, which is one of the top things in an in a, in economic side of things they're concerned about happens, imagine all the retirement portfolios, investment portfolios that burst along with that. The valuations whoop, go down to whatever. You know, they will go down to this is going to be a lot of, of the baby boomer generation is also mad. There will be a part of this anarchic uprising. But it says AI powered social media is exploited to spread disinformation, formatting uh, social chaos. And this says here's something brain machine interface exploited <laughs> companies, governments or individuals utilize burgeoning mind reading technology to extract data from individuals for commercial or repressive purposes okay well,
1: that, that 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 uh how can i say uh coincides with what you sent me about the uh u.s congress or senate they want to pass this uh, mm, uh led, 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 led legislation like yeah, le- yeah. lawful <laughs> the encryption act. of data the lead act <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and the other thing I would say you know under anarchic uprising they say uh spreading disinformation no they're spreading the truth yeah. it's the world economic forum and the mainstream media I would argue that spread
0: misinformation these mm-hmm. days or they, or they, they they spread their version of what they want to execute and anything that contradicts mm. that is labeled as misinformation. Yeah, you know, it, 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 it's just a different opinion we have, yeah. Right my, right, my
1: My opinion to solving the problems of the world, <laughs> of course I know there's always gonna be problems, is basically we need to go back to a, a sound money, honest money system. Yeah. Uh, and then from there, you know, I, I think things would be a lot better because with sound money, the y- government is gonna get smaller, people mm-hmm. are gonna have more power, but they don't want that, of course.
0: Yeah, yeah. So I appreciate the super chats. We'll we'll get back to those and definitely answer those in a moment. I want to thumb through this list a little bit, and then uh, the brain machine interface exploited is something that concerns me because that plays into the participation and in in what's inside of that technology. We we know nothing about. Oh yeah, that's also right. So soon that they can f- figure out some way with this nanobot. We we talked about the microbots that can sting you out of nowhere and inject into you. All that stuff. It's a part of the, a greater agenda and it's going to exploit people for sure. Then it says the collapse of established democracy is one thing they're concerned about. Democracy turns authoritarian through the progressive hollowing out of the body of law. And of course they're attacking here. The second amendment, first amendment, every amendment, every right we have here, they're definitely putting pressure on all those. Says so illegal. Well,
1: can I uh, add ahead. another thing uh, here as well? You know, the, the people are losing more and more faith in the system mm-hmm. here in the UK because, um, we're still having to follow all these rules uh, Mm. here about putting something on on your face and social distancing and uh you know parents can't go watch their kids sports day they have to stay outside the school look through the fence and Mm. then you have you know the the elite uh going to wimbledon and watching tennis all sitting next to each other not wearing something here and then you get people coming for the g7 here having a barbecue, you know, hugging each other, everyone together. And and the other day, uh, Boris Johnson announced that executives of corporations that employ more than 500 people, they'll be able to come here and not have to isolate like we have to do if we go abroad and come back. So I I think uh, they they want this to happen. They're pushing it. And and, uh, this is just part of this, uh, you know, I'm sure the – politicians in the federal government of the US and the government here in the UK uh-huh. they've got this thing that we're looking at yeah and, and it lit, literally i think they do the world economic forum forecast and they're saying oh how can we do this mm-hmm. how can we push this i mean the other day we had a skirmish in in the black sea with mm-hmm. uh between the royal navy and the russian navy
0: yes yeah. accidental war right 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 if you want to believe that. So once again for those tuning in, we're going over the global risk assessment. It's about 10 or so things that they are the they meaning the orchestrators of this whole experience in collaboration with the think tanks and government bodies and all those entities to put together this report, basically, which is a playbook of things that I believe we can expect because it's laid out too it's laid out too well. It's laid out in an orderly fashion. They gave us their 10 year risk analysis on certain events and nuclear war was one of them. Asset bubbles bursting was another one, uh, infectious disease rampant up is another one because that, that lets me know that there's going to be different variations and variants to come, and if, if possibly worse or worse events that will be related yeah. to health, wow. which will cause them to want to push, push a different style of participation with that stuff that goes into your body. You know, I, I think they're giving us the script for the next 10 years, yeah, to be oh, honest. Hands down, Has down, hands down. Uh, OK, so collapse of a stop. We got uh, geomagnetic disruption. They're going to mess with the earth. They're messing with the earth. And this is the weather stuff. And This is the climate change push. How do you mess? How do you push the climate change narrative other than messing with? As it says here, the rapid reversal of the earth geomagnetic poles generate destabilizing consequences for the biosphere and human activity. So they're playing around with the earth crust, in a sense, causing issues with our planet is what you know, will help them as well, because that plays into their climate change initiative. Look at this, the heat wave right now, as well as that cold front that came through Texas a couple months ago. Stuff like that is just not coincidental, in my opinion, Mario. I don't know about maybe like you. Well, uh, (laughs) yeah, I mean, there are a lot of ways that they can
1: uh, modify the weather, weather modification. That's not Mm -hmm. a conspiracy theory. Right. That's real. Uh, The other thing, you know, when they test nuclear weapons, it can cause earthquakes, yeah. So who, who knows what uh, the, you know, the technology they have to do things like that.
0: Very true. Very true. And so I, I I've talked about several types of things here. Here's a little article. I just, you know, first thought come to mind, i go grab something re- relevant to it, but uh, you know, weather modification. So here's some program settings, all types of ways that, you know, it, it's a lot of information out there. If you guys are interested in finding out about weather modification, because once again, once we're finding out about once, once we're finding out what they are concerned with, to me, that lets me know that they have already developed the technology to put it in the gameplay. They're not just going to tell us what they're concerned about in anticipation of it not happening already. So... Um, I, I don't got, even
1: think they're concerned about they're it. Not. They're concerned. They're not concerned. The only <laughs> concern they have is that this might not happen. Yeah. And I, I think night. that's what they want.
0: Yeah. Right. And the only way, and this is the thing, we share this information to let us know what they have planned. And this is where I, a lot of stuff, I, you know, the importance of spiritual awareness and awakening, as well as hopefully trying to stir up the pot a little bit to get people fired up to confront corporations. Because it's the corporations that's backing all this war Economic Forum stuff. Oh, if, oh, yeah. So we need to push back and, and, and somehow voice our opinions and stop shopping, stop spending your current remaining purchasing power with these companies to let us know, let, let, so we can let them know that we know what they're doing and hopes of them yeah. having a way to adjust this, prolong this, or end this yeah. all together will be the, will be the hopes of this. But, you know, we'll, we'll see what we can do with it. I, I think,
1: uh, the public's starting to wake up, uh, albeit mm-hmm. not a vast majority because we had protests in London here last week mm-hmm. and you could see people with placards with signs about Klaus Schwab and the world economic forum. So they,
0: a lot of people are aware of this. Yeah. And those type of things, I shared a video that somebody shared on alternative media, but none of that stuff gets reported on mainstream. It's 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 restricted to more fear about variants as well as you know, so-called good news on this new global corporate tax is gonna make it more fair and <laughs> everybody globally. But yeah, did we we even get into, we didn't even get dive into that in too deep, did we? I don't think we did. Um, but a couple more here, that we can keep moving. And so the most concerning is that gene editing for a human enhancement this is one of the things that they're concerned about which lets me know that it's probably underway and that plays into those microbots and those gmo mosquitoes we talked about you know injecting mysterious stuff into our body but it says governments begin classified genetic engineering programs a class of people is born with genetic capabilities better suited for space the arctic or deep sea survival Setting off a genetic arms race between geopolitical rivals with, with undermine undetermined ethical consequences. Wow, well, that, that's like run. science fiction, isn't it? Oh man, that's straight out of a, that's straight out of a horror movie. <laughs> you know? yeah, yeah. This is what they're concerned about, which lets me know that it's already been worked out. Gene, I don't even me. think they're. Yeah,
1: like I said, I don't
0: think they're. Oh concerned yeah, so about I'll, it. I'll uh, keep, I, yeah, yeah, I gotta correct that. This is their no, risk. But- this is their risk yeah. assessment of what they are pretending to be concerned about. That they got to solve, of course. They, they they already got the solution. The solutions is, is in the bulk of the body of this report here. So these are just a little summary synapses of what they have on 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 play. But then the next one: permafrost melt releases ancient microorganisms. Like you know, my ancient microorganisms. A warming planet leads to microfrost melt in the Arctic. So. Just that sentence lets me know that and I share videos about all the activity at the bottom of the planet that we don't know about and how. So, Mario, let me let me share something with you real quick. So you're in the UK and you, you know, you, you're familiar with that region. Me over here on this side of the planet, not too far away in a sense, we were taught that Iceland was ice and Greenland was green. And of course, it's the complete opposite. In a, in, a, mm. in a nutshell, Greenland is yeah. all ice, and dude, I heard about the Norwegian, you know, just how that came about. But here, because we don't get a true source, you know, source of information, I always thought Iceland was a chalk of ice. So I never really wanted to go to Iceland because who wants to go to Iceland? Opposite reverse, went there beautiful green. The mm. Antarctic South, the South Pole, the South region to us has always been it's off limits. No, there's no colonizations there, there's no people there. But I've shared yeah. videos. Where, according to the information I've dug into, the US had ships going down there in the 1930s during the Great Depression. They were down there yeah. colonizing. They got bases, they got infrastructure. Oh, yeah. A, a good portion of the land down there is green as ever. It has freshwater ponds. It ha- it's a whole oasis, it's a tropical region down there. <laughs> it's, and, it's weird. To- and uh,
1: have you heard of Admiral Byrd? Uh,
0: I think I have. I It was probably yeah, part of my watching.
1: He he flew down there apparently in 1947, uh, Admiral Byrd, and uh, uh, apparently they had a a, a battle with the uh, Nazis, the Germans, yeah, even yeah Germans after the war, you know, because yeah, yeah. there is talk that the Germans had bases down there. Yeah, so it is. a great and, and, and uh, yeah. yeah, and I think there's a video from the I think from the 50s. It, it, it's a Longue. Uh, Longines, is the Swiss watch is a documentary and mm-hmm. they've got Admiral Byrd on it and he's talking about how much you know how much resources uh you know mm-hmm. Antarctica has, probably mm-hmm. gold, minerals, and also Iceland, uh, you know, uh, not Iceland but Greenland. Mm-hmm. A-, a couple of years ago, <laughs> President Trump offered to buy Greenlands and the danish <laughs> said you know we were not interested in selling but greenland apparently is full of uh, rare earth minerals
0: mm-hmm. yeah so just more stuff we're not being told and it just it's it's, it's interesting that the more i dive into the what's happening you know down in that region and what's not being told is interesting that there's a lot of stuff down there that i'm sure hopefully will come out mm-hmm. one day but just to see that they're talking about an ancient virus, an ancient virus unknown in modern science, is released into the air, soil, <laughs> and the water systems. This is a risk. This is a risk that I guess we, the readers, should be concerned about. That's why they're bringing this to our attention. Oh, yeah,
1: they love the their, <sighs> they
0: love their viruses. Yeah, they do. And so that plays into uh, up here earlier talking about the, the, the what was it way up top when we were showing the, the the charts as to how that was one of the leading things in the health department. If you release some type of ancient virus or something like that, of course, it's going to be a concern. And then deployment of small-scale nuclear weapons. New technology allows for uh, proliferation of low-yield warheads, blurring deterrence frameworks, and leading to global nuclear war. So, come on now, this is this is what they're. Cons- is that part? Is
1: that part of the Second Amendment? Will you be able to get one?
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah i don't think that's going to be for the people that's for sure. but I, I, by that time, they're going to want and hope that all guns have been removed from the public's hands so that's just a little rundown uh to the yeah. time man but it, it, get, it goes a lot deeper mario and it's twisted but this is the playbook man this is their this is <sighs> so let's take some questions i'm, I'm sorry we were just maybe going back and forth we live right now so for those that are timing in feel free to let us know what's in your mind And I want to acknowledge those Super Chats here. Let me find them and bring them up because I think there were some questions. And uh, we can go from there. But feel free to highlight in the chat. It'll stand out. We'll touch on it. And Mario, if you see anything that you want to touch on from the chat, feel free to do so as well. I'm trying to find um, a Super chat. Here we go one here. It says, Miles Miles says, why do people say banks and policymakers do not know what they are doing? They ran the financial system over 100 years. They know. La, uh Live Bullion at Art Auction on Discord tonight at 8 p.m. Get your weight up. Okay. So that's a good miles miles. So one of the community members is an artist and he's found ways to put rounds and coins and different real you know, real, you know, real you know, metals and minerals and whatnot into art forms. And it's it's quite beautiful. And so that was uh him mentioning that. But he has coins in the in the canvas with paint around it. It's 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 quite crafty, but um, but yet it's a part of the narrative. Like it's a false narrative of these problems came out of nowhere. We don't know how they came about, but yet we got the answers for them. That's how they try to paint it to, to the average person. And of course, most people believe it because they don't yeah, someone, mind. someone
1: but, noted here, uh, mask free society, Mario going deep into Antarctica. Uh-huh. Uh, the other thing I noticed, I think, uh, it was the day after the 26th, uh, presidential election mm-hmm. uh guess where uh john Kerry, who was secretary of the state at the time guess where he was on that that day he was down in antarctica right it's Antar- you, you kind of wonder you know what the what are you doing in antarctica yeah. the day after uh the presidential <laughs> elections this just, just seems weird the other thing that i've uh Thought about is the Falklands War mm-hmm. between uh, the UK and Argentina back in 1982. Uh-huh. Uh, why? Why would uh, you know Britain? Uh, you can understand, you know, the Argentines invaded that island. You know, you go and uh, you can understand that they would want to go and defend it. But yeah. uh, it, it's a little island in the South Pacific, and uh, mm-hmm. they say it's because it's got a lot of oil. But yeah. uh, It's strategic as well, because it's very near Antarctica, you know, and uh, if there is so much in Antarctica that we don't know, uh, you know, the British want to have a base in the South Atlantic, and that's the, uh, you know, that's the, uh, that's the Falklands. I would say that was the reason for that war, Mm -hmm. because they wanted to defend their access, not to oil, but to, to Antarctica.
0: Yeah. And speaking of which, let me actually show. I'll put on the screen here uh, the documentary that uh, you know opened up my eyes, and so I actually I can I'll probably actually play a little bit of it. But here's a documentary. Here, let me pull it on the screen here. So this here, it's called "Invading Antarctica: Secret South Pole Colony." And it showed mm. a lot of in-depth video footage, real video footage, you know, black and white, of course, from the fifty, from the 40s, 50s. And there's a lot of reporting in the late 70s and 80s that was, of course, on radio at that time. But a lot of people were sharing information and a lot of reports that were locked up in the field. But oh, this video James, here, James
1: Forrestal, uh, if you go back, James Forrestal, I think he was the first secretary of. Uh, Treasury. Defen- uh, uh, f- no, Defense. Defense. Defense, sorry. Negative. Of, yeah. of Yeah. Yeah. He he died in suspicious uh, mm. circumstances. You know, they put him in a mental yeah. hospital.
0: Yeah. And uh, yeah. It, and so he it, was
1: he was involved uh, with Admiral Byrd as well. I think uh,
0: about Antarctica. Yeah. So so that that video, this video, talks about his suspicious and untimely death after he arrived back. But here is a video footage here, and this is this is supposedly this this is South Pole right here. And wow. So <laughs> when you see this. Like, you know, I'm thinking it's a big chunk of ice all the way through. But there are seasons down there and it's so big of a mass of land that's been sectioned off in different countries. Got a portion of it. You know, when also the video footage and the angle we're showing from satellites show a big white blob. But yet, once again, Google Google is
1: making Google Mac makes it all white, doesn't it?
0: Right. What keeps them from covering up? So here's just more video footage of people down there and all the nations. And they actually got a lot of activity. They had a lot of activity down there. And, of course, I can go left field, streaming conspiratorial, but I'm not <laughs> going to. But, I, you know, my UFO alien stuff, I think, has a lot to do with what's down there as well. But this this video here, I would encourage people, uh, just type in Invading Antarctica, and it'll pop up. But you'll get a chance to see a lot of historical stuff that's just, that already occurred. And so since then, technology is so far advanced. What have they not been able to achieve? Having all that secrecy down there would yeah. be the question. And, okay. and,
1: uh, and uh, I'm sure they don't allow uh, uh, commercial flights to fly over Antarctica because nope. you'd think, you know, if you're going from Argentina, let's say to New Zealand, mm-hmm. it would be just easy to fly over Antarctica and you'd uh-huh. be, you know, in New Zealand. I mean, that's the way I'm thinking of the geography here. Instead of going around the Pacific, you just go over Antarctica. To, yeah. to the other side. But uh, I don't think they allow commercial flights to fly over Antarctica.
0: Why not? Right. But here's the thing. So in this video here, they talked about uh, one of the airlines is out of business, you know, went bankrupt a long time ago, did flights. Pan American. Yes pan-american did several flights of course with government officials and u.s officials whatever they were flying they were this is in the 50s and 40s they were flying 50 60s 40 whatever several decades they've been flying in and out sending ships there for decades now and of course Mm -hmm. now it's everything in this new day and age is silenced other than like you mentioned it being reported that you know a lot of congressional people went down there after the election for whatever reason but they were talking about how the nazis were suspected of having a first base down there and it shows They found was it said New Swabland, which was yeah.
1: That's a good channel there, Robert Sepper. Uh, Yeah,
0: yeah, he's a good guy. So, so the other the other
1: thing as well, I think the UN uh, closed off Antarctica in 1957. Yeah, that was the year. And it's interesting that Mm -hmm. 1957 was the year that uh, the Russians sent out the first satellite.
0: Hmm. Interesting. Anyway. Yeah. Oh, man. Um, OK, so let's dive into the chat a little bit and then we'll get ready to dial back. We're approaching our hour mark. But it's just, this just this was just so much stuff to cover. We hopefully we, <laughs> we scratched the surface of it. It gave you something to go dig deeper in for yourself if mm. you're interested. Um, what else we got here? Let me see any any thoughts or any chats, anything you see, Mario. I'm trying to find that other super chat if I could.
1: Bitcoin Phoenix says this channel is my new fave. Oh man, I appreciate it you, man. It's the clan. That's
0: all. It's <laughs> the collaboration. Uh,
1: I guess today we went off the uh, went off into some interesting subject here at the end. An- Antarctica. I think Cliff High of Half Past Human. He he covers a lot
0: uh, about Antarctica. He thinks yeah. a lot's gonna happen down there. Yeah, yeah, and so once again, that's the the woo woo guy. You know, and that's why <laughs> like, you, you have to be open and receptive to anything yeah. now. Because it's no longer conspiratorial nature. Like, we've we've been talking about this to the point where now it's been confirmed. They confirm yeah. it bit by bit. Passports to travel freely only if you participate. That was something that was mentioned yeah. about a long time ago. Like, now it's here, and they're selling people with lotteries to participate in this experience. So, you know, you don't have to be considered crazy no more. So I feel vindicated. I feel like I could you know, relax a little bit and speak even more freely because yeah. everything's on the table now.
1: <laughs> and there, there was a world bank, uh, document that came out a, a, a week before, uh, they declared the, uh, event last year, the uh-huh. health event, uh-huh. the WHO yeah. and the world bank said that, uh, um, they were launching a, uh, it, you know, COVID preparedness, uh, like, uh, preparedness, uh, manual or yeah. like, uh, and, and, and the dates were it was going to start then, end of, you know, end of March yeah or sometime in March. And it would last until uh, March 2025. Yeah. So it's the COVID preparedness program for the World Bank. So last year uh, I was playing golf with a friend and the uh, Uh, just before they locked down and and my friend said oh we're gonna be back in the summer to play golf and yeah everything's good and i said i don't think so and he said what do you mean and i said well this is going to go on for a long time how and he said how do you know well i've looked into it (laughs) and and yeah this this is going to keep they're going to find excuses to keep Uh us under control like with the uh you know, the Greek
0: ladder now that they're talking about. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So, like, and this is the thing, like, well before 2020, I remember when this channel first started, I was talking about this upcoming decade. Somehow, some way, it was going to be impossible for there not to be some type of reset because we were already talking about, and I know you were talking well before me, because you you, you originally come from the financial sector. So I'm sure sure you recognize things were unsustainable a long time ago. And so we all knew at some point it was going to come to an end or to a transition, and it would be the tremors leading up to it, and then what would be the catalyst to get us over that hump? I never thought about it being a health, so-called health experience. I thought it was just be, you know, like a, a war, you know, global event type of situation. But idea, I never, I never foresaw. Well, we, we
1: could still have that war, according
0: to them. Good point. Good point. So that's why I, I knew that this, from 2020 to 2030, was going to be something like we probably would have never imagined. And to see that it, it's going to be in chunks and phases in accordance to what they say that they are considering risk lets us know that every year, every six months, every five months, there's going to be something new thrown at us, which furthers their interoperability of their CBDC push, as well as, you know the, 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 the as it says here, the working of public and private entities and governments together. And it leads to that one world, one currency future that we I knew about well before now. And, you know, so but anyway, man, uh, Mario, you ready to dial back, my friend? Yeah. All right. All right. So let me say I see a lot of thoughts, a lot of people concerned with a lot of situations in regards to the whole uh, participation that will come from the private sector, because there's going to be a pushing for employers to make sure people participate says, hey, Mike and Mario, what's up with the IMF and the B.I.S.? Dude boy, what do you mean? Give me, be more specific, please. Uh, what's up with them? They Is are
1: talking about Basel three or something, maybe. Uh, yeah. well, but, well uh, I forgot. What
0: do you, so w- give, give me your assessment on that. You know, I didn't anticipate. Yeah. That were, I true. mean, Basel
1: three was uh, implemented to the uh, Eurozone banks on the 28th. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was implemented to us banks yesterday and uh, it will be implemented on the UK banks by January 1st. Yeah. Uh, you know, there's always been a lot of questions about gold and Basel III. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of people predicting a huge move in the gold price because of it. And uh, I've always told people the way, to, the reason to buy gold, and silver is not because of Basel III, but because of the fundamentals—the fact that they're printing so much money, the fact that we're going to have a debt crisis collapse, like the, you know, the World Economic Forum is saying we're going to have. Yeah. So I, I've tried to I've covered it because people have asked me about it. But I have always said, don't be surprised if nothing happens mm-hmm. uh, in terms of an immediate price rise on the June 29th or, you know, now. So I think people need to be patient. I, IMF, I mean, uh, BIS, mm-hmm. they're working all together with the World Economic Forum. Uh, mm-hmm. You look at the uh, uh, managing director of the IMF. She's a Bulgarian woman, Georgieva, I think her name. Mm -hmm. She's a a member of the board of the World Economic Forum. Uh, Mark Carney, who was uh, governor of the Bank of England, he used to be on uh, Financial Stability Board of the BIS. He's Mm -hmm. now at the World Economic Forum. He's pushing this climate finance as well. So they're they're all working together, IMF, BIS, World Economic Forum, Federal Reserve, yeah, I even saw today that the New York Fed is going to open. They're going to allow the BIS to open a U.S. office at at their headquarters in New York. So th- you know they're all, <laughs> you know, the BIS
0: is actually going to be in the states now. Oh my goodness! So uh, that's different, and so and that's that's the old establishment entities: BIS, World Bank, and the NATO, and all the stuff like that. But then yeah. from the Eastern Hemisphere, we got AIIB. The BRICS are still operational. I ain't heard much about it. Then we got all the other, you know, Russian and China entities forming and all that Eastern Hemisphere story, which I always thought was going to be, which I don't know. Here's a question now we'll get ready to dial back. Do you think that Belt and Road Initiative and the new announced Build Back Better World Initiative is the globalist way to counter the BNRI, or is that all an illusion and they're creating that East versus West type of uh-huh. square off? Knowing all along that they wanted to go towards China because that's untapped, basically. What do you think? I think they uh, they might use that as a, you know, uh,
1: division. Mm. You know, yeah. uh, the BBB is what the West is doing, and the Belt Road Initiative is what they're doing, mm-hmm. and and that could lead to this, uh, you know, uh, accidental mm. nuclear event. Mm. I would say. Yeah, yeah. So, someone noted that B build back, back better uh, in uh, lowercase, you know, B, B, B is like six, 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 six. six.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So. I've seen that a couple of times, man. All right, man. So let's get ready to dial back, Mario. Uh, once As always, man, it's great, great, great to connect. Uh, we had a double portion day because of last week having some conflict scheduling-wise. But we did it. We got it done. We laid out some framework. And the document that we re- referred to today in this whole live stream, I want to make sure it's included in the, underneath this video on both sides. I'm sure Mario posted it as well. So you guys can read it for yourself. You know, this is just us. Yeah. Know, we're sharing with you what they told us. What do you do with it? Now, let's end off a little bit on, with some good news, Mario, because we you know everything might have seemed doom and gloom. But there's also good news to this. You know, if you don't mind sharing what comes to mind first for you and then we'll wrap up with some good news. Good news. <laughs> yeah. What you got? You got you anything? Mean we want to lead off. We want me to, to lead <laughs> off. Wow. You lead off. OK, I'll lead, lead off. So, uh, so. I can't think of any good news. <laughs> <laughs> and so that, and so once again, I've always mentioned that, you know, there's there's there, we have an, a natural experience. It's what we do practical to try to adjust and prepare and do everything I can. But ultimately, everything boils down to the spiritual essence of things. You know, and yeah. whether you're a believer or not, wherever the, wherever you are on, on the faith parameters. Ultimately, we, we're all going to need help from a higher source, because as of right now, the governments are positioning themselves as the end and be all for us. And I don't believe that's to be the case because I believe in a higher power, and so that's yeah. why I really encourage people to take time to invest in your, and deposit into your spiritual account, and for, in particular for me, I more so follow the you know geo, 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 the Christian faith, and so I, I, I find I find comfort in me diving deeper into improving my spiritual uh, awakening and account. Yeah. So that's my good news that I like to share with the people yeah. because. You can get I can get bogged down by all this world because it's very it can be very depressing. Mario. Yeah. Well, you know, uh,
1: yeah, it is. It can be depressing. And I've been a a bit, you know, like uh, not depressed, but it it, it concerns me. You know, but uh, the good news is that, uh, you know, we know what's going on. Mm -hmm. And uh, like you talked about the Christian faith, I'm a Christian, too, Uh, even though I don't publicize it. But, you know, I I think the uh, good news is that. we can still uh, come out here and tell people what's going on, mm-hmm. hopefully, mm-hmm. you know, and uh, the other thing is uh, for me, at least, you know, is that my family is all healthy mm-hmm. right now. And, uh, you know, together, yeah. I think uh, that's really important mm-hmm. uh, to have, uh, you know, the family unit and also building a community like we're building, uh, even though it's uh virtual, right. uh, you know, I have so many people that I know now from my channel that uh, I've met a few of them, but uh, if we didn't have these traveling restrictions, I'd be meeting a lot more people. So, yeah, yeah. And be prepared as well. I think Uh, that's uh, I guess that's not good news, but
0: uh, I would say. I think it is, though. I think it is. I think it is good news because we've been conditioned to be a just in time right now type of society oh, yeah. where you go to the grocery store on every Friday or whatever. Why not have some reserves? Like, you know, why mm-hmm. not have a sound money and then have food storage, have energy mm-hmm. just for the sake of not being solely dependent upon their delivery systems to us? So it's just a whole nother yeah. way of thinking because we. I grew up in a city. So all I know is city life. I don't know how to cook and kill for myself, but, you know, yeah. at some point I might have to. So I need to brush up on my skills, Mario, big time. Yeah.
1: Yeah, no. So uh, I guess the other thing is we can't uh, give in to to evil. We just have to keep coming out with the truth. Yeah. And it uh, might sound a bit
0: re- repetitive, but it has to be done or else right. they'll right. win. The question is, are people going to fight or will the people just roll over? And that's where... You know, it, it's a way to it's a it's a way to resist to the point where if more people unite and sharing their opinions and being willing like also be willing to share their faith, we can re- reunite a lot faster and stronger. I think just to resist by not participating in a lot of things yeah, if, and getting also, out of their system, system as well. Right. Get out Get, there. out. Of, you know, and, keep and, and, stacking. Be, right. And be leery where you put your where you put the remaining of energy of power like you know yeah, yeah. supporting entities you know such as another this is i'm ranting I can go, i'm gonna stop i'm gonna have to hit in because i can rant but i saw <laughs> that aldi in the uk is going to require entrance into their grocery store you got to have your passport you got to have your their health passport and i'm thinking like i like aldi here so i know aldi in the uk is already ahead of the game it's gonna come here so i'm gonna have to not shop at aldi and tell people hey you might want to consider re- consider that because aldi they, they already yeah. experiment in the uk they're gonna bring it here don't give them your paper
1: well we we shopped there and they haven't uh, asked us anything yeah so I, so. It,
0: it's a, I read an article saying that they're one of the companies that are talking about they're going to oh, roll God. it out or whatever so it's just a concern man but anyway all right let's we'll get go it cold to, we'll go
1: to go to Lidl then instead yeah, yeah.
0: Lidl. <laughs> yeah all right everybody thanks for tuning in thanks for hanging out with us as always we went over our normal time because we had so much to share hopefully you guys grab some nuggets from it. Definitely visit Manico64. He does great work every single day. If you're new to Rethinking A Dollar, just Google Rethinking A Dollar. I'm everywhere. I try to be everywhere, at least, while I still can be. And other than that, it's been great to hang out, Mario. Have a blessed weekend. Hang on for a second. And everybody, enjoy your weekend. Peace.